Welcome to Victorious Living. So this word heart, as I've said, also refers to what comprises the inward aspect of a person. And if you, you will find a person who has woven that into their mind and so you'll find them to be a very faithful person. If it's not woven in, folks, my faith, if it's not woven in, they'll be sporadic. They'll, they'll, they'll have a sporadic lifestyle. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us a message he's entitled, Matters of the Heart. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares matters of the heart. So the heart is most usually referred to as the center. It's the center of, of one's personality, naturally as well as spiritually. And so uh, the heart spiritually often refers to the middle between the inward and the outward man. And that's really where it's at. It's between the inward man and the outward man. The heart is in the center. And that includes, as I've said, your thinking, your thought life, uh, what you dwell on in your mind, all of those things. So it is the, it, uh, the heart spiritually often refers to the middle between the inward and the outward man and that, that, that man on the inside, in the center is your mind, your soul. It's the soulish part of, you, of us. So this word heart also refers to what comprises the inward aspect of a person. So you, you, if you understand what I'm saying, we can say that we believe that from the Bible, but have we taken what the Bible says and woven that into our our mind or our heart have we done that you know and maybe you have I'm not saying I'm necessarily not saying you haven't but I'm just saying that's a question have I woven what I say I, I hold uh, to as my doctrine my belief uh, what I embrace have I woven that into my mind or into this this my mind that's in between the two to the point that I am a doer to the point that I, that I have come to the place that I'm so convinced the matter of my mind and my thinking is so convinced that I actually live my life by that. And so I think sometimes that's where people get and there's where faith, you know, gets tripped up is because it, it, it's what we believe, but it's not, maybe not what we have yet woven into our mind to the point that we have embraced it as a lifestyle. And so you can carry that out further than faith. You carry that out to love and forgiveness and, and diligence and patience. All those, you could carry it out a lot, a lot further. So this word heart, as I've said, also refers to what comprises the inward aspect of a person. And if you, you will find a person who has woven that into their mind. And so you'll find them to be a very faithful person. If it's not woven in, folks, we might, might as well face. If it's not woven in, they'll be sporadic. They'll, they'll, they'll have a sporadic lifestyle. And so 
you know, hey, Jesus is coming. And he, you know, we believe he's coming soon. And, but, but there is something to think just we're going to heaven. There's something that's going to happen when we get there. Everybody on the same page with me tonight? There's something going to happen when we get there. And that's, that is this. We're going to stand before the tribunal. No, no, it's not a tribunal, but we're going to stand before the judge of all judges. And we're going to stand before the judge that judges righteously. And we're going to stand before the one that judges according to his word. So there really points then to the importance of me not only saying, I believe in the faith message. It, it goes further than that to the point I want to so ingrain it into my thinking, my heart, my soul, my, my mind. I want to ingrain it in there so that it has become my lifestyle that when I stand before the Lord in that day to come, I will have a testimony that I walk by faith and not by sight when I stand in his presence and we'll be rewarded uh, in whichever way that goes. We will receive a reward or we won't receive a reward. Now, to some people, that doesn't matter. I had a person tell me, say, well, I'm not interested in the rewards. I'm just interested in getting to heaven. And that's where a lot of people are. Amen. This Wednesday night crowd is not a shouting crowd, so you're fine. You're, you're fine. And so we understand then that God didn't give us the Bible just to say that we believe it. He didn't give us the Bible just so we can tell other people that we believe it. He didn't give us the Bible so that we can impress somebody with our spirituality. He gave us the Bible to live by the precepts of what the scripture says and teaches. And there's where we find the favor of God. We find our favor there. So I'm answering the question, why does my faith not work? I'm actually addressing that as an answer, not just for you, but for myself as well. I'm answering the question, why does my faith, why does what I tell you that I believe, why does it not work for me? When we have to come over on the other side and we'll, we have a big shout, God never fails and God is faithful and, and you know, and we, got, we got all the exterior going on, but yet at the same time, we may not be woven or weaving uh, the, the, the teachings that we say we believe we have not yet embraced them as a lifestyle. And so there's a big difference, people. Now, that, this is not a message that makes us feel, it shouldn't make us feel bad at all, but it, it should make us uh, more alert and aware and, and it, should, uh, it, it should encourage us then to step up to the plate a little more, if that be the case, if a person needs to do that. Uh, that, uh, that it encourages us then to embrace into our actions what I tell you that I have embraced in what I believe. And so, you know, hey, it's, uh, it's, we got a lot, we got a long way to go. Sure we have. Okay, well now let's look at this over in 1 Samuel 6, uh, verse, uh, chapter 16, verse 7, just for a moment. Now this is where God had sent Samuel down to the house of Jesse, if you know the story, to, to find a king. He, God had, if I could term, term, term it this way or, or word it this way, God had given up 
on Saul. He'd given up on Saul as a king because Saul had turned bad. And so now he sent Samuel down to Jesse's house uh, knowing that he's got some boys down there. Had seven sons down there. He's going to send him down there to look for the king. Well, when he got down there, then, you know, Jesse brought one out, no, another one out, no. All these boys, if you read it in, in certain uh, uh, translations of the scripture, all these boys was looking good. They were handsome. And they were so good looking, you know, and they looked so kingly. And, you know, they, they had the appearance but they didn't have the substance. And so it doesn't matter how you present yourself to other people spiritually, what you got on the inside. What's working on the inside of you or of me, of us, of God's children, what's working on the inside that, that is moving me along to embrace into my lifestyle what I tell you I believe. So anyway, he's down there and he's looking, uh, Sam, uh, uh, Samuel, I think it is, yeah, uh, is down there looking. And so one by one by one by one by one, Jesse's boys are brought uh, to, the, to the front. Now they looked, as I said, they looked great. They had all the kingly appearance, but there was something missing. And I think that's what the Lord was trying to tell me the other day. There's a lot, something missing in a lot of people who, who think they have really embraced the faith message or the message of, of, the, uh, of Jesus, the word of, the word of God, the gospel of Jesus Christ. So there's something missing sometimes. I'm not saying who, what, when, because I don't know. But there sometimes is something missing. And so that, that, that comes, as I said, down to why does what I say, I believe, not work for me? Well, it's not, not, it's not, don't, and don't point back to God. You know, what you got to do is look, what are you made of inside? I know we got, we're born again. We got the spirit of God on the inside, but what's the matter of your mind? What's the matter of how you think about what you say? You believe or a person. I'm not saying you as a, you, you understand that, don't you? And so, then here we are, we're looking at six boys and none of, none of them fit the criteria, but they all had the outward appearance. So Samuel said, is this all, the, is this all your boys? Is this all you got? What did he say? He said, no, I got, I got another little, got the youngest boy out there and he's, he's out there, you know, taking care of the sheep and, you know, and apparently, uh, apparently Jesse didn't feel the need to bring him into the group to be, uh, to be examined or to be looked at as being the king. So Samuel said, go get him. And so they went out there and got him and brought, brought David before him. And when, when, Saul, um, when Samuel looked at him and saw him immediately, he knew that's him. That's him right there. Now his dad is over here on us. I don't know about that. You know, you know, he's just a scrawny little old boy. You know, one of my youngest son, you know. Yeah, I didn't even want him in the conversation. But God sometimes wants people in the conversation that needs to be in the conversation, but are not in the conversation. And, but in this case, David uh, needed to be in the, in, in the conversation. 
And so when he got in front of Saul, he immediately knew by the Spirit of God, that's the one God has chosen. You know how God chooses you? He looks at your heart. Yeah, he does. How God chooses us to do whatever is he looks at our heart. He looks at the matter of the, of the middle man, of our mind, our soul, that is in the middle of our spirit and our flesh or our body. God looks for what's the matter of my heart. And so I can't have matter in my heart to the degree and extent that God wants it to be there if in fact I have not embraced, I'm saying it again, if, I'm not, if I have not embraced what I tell you I believe. And so, you know, hey, and, and, and that's, that's, a, that's something everybody makes a decision on. That is not my choice, not my decision to make. God didn't give me the right to make the, that decision, nor did he give me the right to judge. But at the same time, we all ought to judge ourselves by the word. Every, every one of us should judge ourselves. When we come to church, we ought to listen. And you're, let me say this. I don't know that you're doing it, so don't get, don't, don't get your feathers ruffled. Okay, because sometimes preacher can ruffle your feathers and you think, well, he's, but the only reason your feathers would be ruffled is because you're not doing what we're talking about. So when you feel your feathers rising up, you know. It's our hope that today's message, Matters of the Heart, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, request Offer 29. This week's special offer is 29. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.